morning, everyone, and welcome to Julius Baer's Moving Markets podcast. It's Monday, the 3rd of April, and my name is Helen Freer. On today's show, I'm joined by Menzo Pochinci, our head of technical analysis. So I'm looking forward to getting his latest thoughts on what the charts are currently saying. But let's start off with a roundup of the latest market news with my colleague Alexander Peterson. So good morning, Alex. Now, OPEC Plus have made a surprise announcement that they're cutting oil production. What can you tell us about this decision? Good morning, Helen. Yes, OPEC Plus unexpectedly reduced oil production by more than 1 million barrels per day, breaking its promise to maintain supply stability and created a new risk for the world economy. It represented a sizable reduction for the market where despite recent price swings, supply appeared to be constrained for the remainder of the year. Monday's opening rally in oil prices increased global inflationary pressures, which could enforce central banks to maintain higher interest rates for longer and slow economic growth. And UBS are still in the news. They've announced they'll be making significant layoffs when they merge with Credit Suisse. What are the details here? Yes, so UBS allegedly will cut its workforce by between 20 to 30 percent after completing its takeover of Credit Suisse. Uh, According to an unidentified senior manager at UBS, as many as 11,000 employees will be laid off in Switzerland and another 25,000 worldwide. The two lenders together employed almost 125,000 people uh, at the end of 2022 and about 30% of them are in Switzerland. Uh, In a related development in this story, the Swiss Attorney General Office has launched an investigation into the government-brokered acquisition to gather information on any potential criminal activity. The financial regulator Finma stated last weekend that it is exploring options regarding how to hold bank managers accountable who are suspected of carelessly managing risks prior to Credit Suisse almost collapse. And another company in the news is Tesla. They've announced record deliveries in the first quarter, right? Yes, that's correct. Despite uh, having record deliveries in the first quarter, Tesla fell short of Elon Musk's long-term objective of 50% annual growth. The industry leader in electric vehicles shipped around 423,000 vehicles globally in the most recent quarter after lowering prices to entice customers who were being hit by raising inflation and interest rates. The results, which were released on Sunday, came in slightly ahead of analysts' median prediction of 421,000 vehicles. And can you give us um, an update on equity markets and currencies now? Yes, for sure. Uh, Coming to the US market action, the S&P 500 was up 1.4% with outperformers in consumer discretionary, real estate and telecom. The Nasdaq 100 was also up 1.7% and the 10-year US Treasury ended Friday at 3.15% yield. And what about futures this morning? Uh, In the futures market, S&P 500 and Nasdaq futures, both are currently experiencing losses of more than 0.2%. The dollar's Bloomberg spot index rose 0.4% and the euro is trading above $1.07. In the digital asset world, Bitcoin is trading around $27,680. And in the commodities market, West Texas Intermediate gained 5.4% and is trading around $79 a barrel. Gold is trading at around $1,950 an ounce. So what can we expect for this week? What data are we expecting? Uh, This week's events include the Swiss inflation reading this morning and the global manufacturing and services PMIs on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, The US employment report is supposed to be released on Friday 
And central banks of Australia, New Zealand, and India are all supposed to make speeches this week. That's all for today's Markets Wrap-Up. Great. Thank you very much, Alex. Let's move on to you now, Menzor. And oil has rallied this morning, as we've already heard. What's the impact for commodity oil and gas stocks? Yes, uh, good morning. Uh, let's take a look at the technical side. So you've mentioned it. Brand crude oil rose by more than 6% uh, this morning, so it gapped higher. This was a shock for the market. When we look at the chart, uh, we see basically that uh, Brent crude oil is testing its downtrend. So the overall trend still remains bearish. And when we look at the chart, we see that some of the gains we have seen earlier in today are given back. So it will be interesting to see what happens next. For the time being, we would view this rebound only as a retest of an existing downtrend. Um, where do we take the evidence uh, for this conclusion? Basically, the uh, prices are still below its moving average. So we can take here the 144-day moving average. Secondly, when we look at other markets, so let's say US 10-year Treasury yields, we see that we are still trading below the highs of Friday. So this implies here that there is not really a uh, pickup in inflationary pressures. Here, if you look over to the other assets uh, impacted, if you look at oil and gas stocks, we see that they continue to underperform the overall equity market. So there as well, we don't see here any improvement. Uh, the only bright spot in this segment are still U.S. high-yield bonds. They basically behave similar to U.S. equities, which have bottomed in October of last year and continue to recover. So when we look at the relative performance, even U.S. high-yield bonds are outperforming U.S. Treasury bonds. So what is the conclusion from the technical side? From the technical side, we think this rebound or this gap higher in crude oil prices is a retest of an existing downtrend. What is needed to change our opinion? We think Brent crude oil, the key levels to watch on the upside are at $85 and $87. Only if those levels are broken, we would think that there is a chance for a recovery in Brent crude oil prices, which remain in a downtrend since March last year. That's all from our side. Back to you, Helen. Great. Thank you very much, Menzor. So that's all for today. Thanks again to our speakers this morning and thank you all for tuning in. Do join us again tomorrow when we'll be talking, among other things, about digital assets. Have a great day, everyone, and bye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Für unsere deutschsprachigen Zuhörer. We would also like to make you aware of Marktanalysen und Gespräche, a monthly podcast in German, where Julius Bear experts discuss some of the latest market developments. We share our key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape in German. Search for Marktanalysen und Gespräche on your favorite podcast player.